0: where you hear inspiring interviews with some amazing people. Some are famous, some may seem ordinary, and they are all doing extraordinary things to positively change the world. Sometimes it's just you and me having an intimate and authentic conversation about how you can change the world around you and rewrite the story of your life by being more authentic, accepting and loving yourself more, and spreading love to others since really all you need is love and what the world needs now is love sweet love we discuss all aspects of self-improvement growth and so much more great content insightful advice that's practical and helpful to anyone that listens you're always eager to come back for more and share with your friends and family since you learn something in every episode. So sit back and enjoy the easy listening while you feel seen and heard in this informative, authentic, and entertaining podcast. Now, let's roll that beautiful podcast footage. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. I'm going to do it with my voice this time. Hey, uh, today's episode is another solo episode where it's just you and me talking, and we're going to talk about the fact that you don't need a therapist, coach, or a guru. So what do I mean by that? Well, stay tuned, and you're going to find out. So let's roll that episode. All right. So started off and (laughs) just from the title, I've probably pissed off a lot of people saying that you don't need a therapist, you don't need a coach, and you don't need a guru. So what do I mean by that, right? Because there's a lot of therapists, there's a lot of coaches, there's a lot of people that consider themselves gurus uh, that are out there that people are getting help from. So First off, I'm not talking about guidance or any of that, but let me, let me just kind of jump in and explain a little bit more about what I mean, okay? Because I, I watch, I see what's going on um, out there in the interwebs, if you want to call them that, and uh, I know a lot of people, I'm friends with a lot of people. And what I find often is something is not going right in somebody's life. And all of a sudden, they kind of have this knee-jerk reaction that says, oh, my gosh, I need to go get a therapist. Oh, my gosh, I need to go get a coach. Oh, my gosh, I need to go get a guru. And these people are going to help me fix whatever is going wrong in my life right now. Okay? And I can understand that because that's what we're told, right? We need to get help from other people. And I'm not telling you not to get help from other people. And we'll talk about what that means more here in just a minute. Um, but, but let's let's talk through this. And, and I had kind of a, a real life example of that um, this week, right? So one of, one of my friends uh, having some some issues going through a divorce, uh, and And really, kind of having some existential things uh, because her identity is very much wrapped up into being married. And so going through a divorce, obviously, those are things that create some identity things, right? And you know we go th- we all go through stages of grief, uh, you know, things like denial and bargaining and anger. Acceptance and some of those things, right? There's five stages, and I didn't, I didn't get them all right. But anyway, you get the idea, right? So, we we go through, and 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 again, my friend was is is going through this and is having a tough time, right? So, um, her world is falling apart, uh, and she feels like that she needs some help, and I totally get it, I understand, and so uh, you know, again, she kind of was sharing this with me and saying, I need to find a therapist, right? Because I'm not dealing with this. So I need to go to therapy to help me in dealing with this issue. Now, um, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast or on the Fire and Earth podcast, but I am not a proponent of therapy. Now, I have gone through therapy, talk therapy, Uh, And I just do not find it to be effective. Uh, In fact, most of the time, it ends up being a bitch and moan fest. And you go and you pay this person hundreds or thousands of dollars uh, over the course of time. And most people that go through talk therapy don't actually feel better, right? In fact, sometimes therapy can make things worse. Okay, so I'll take my first marriage. Right. I had to go to therapy. I had to go to therapy to, to, you know, as we were going through this, uh, this process. First off, my my uh, first wife thought that I was crazy. So first off, she she uh, kind of forced me into going to see a psychiatrist uh, because, of course, I must be totally crazy. I must be psychotic if I no longer want to be married with her. Right. So. I go through, I see the psychiatrist and he's like, uh, nope, this guy seems to be mentally here. Everything is okay, right? So then the next point was, well, you need to go to therapy then, Jason, right? And we need to do couples therapy uh, because that's going to help fix everything, right? And, you know, again, it, it didn't, it didn't fix anything, right? In fact, I spent thousands of dollars going to therapy. And at the end of the day, it didn't help a goddamn thing, okay? Because most of the time in therapy, they they want you to talk about your feelings, and then they tell you, you know, things that you need to change. And so, especially in couples therapy, they're usually trying to get you to change and and uh, and uh, what's the right word? Um, starts with a C. <laughs> uh, anyway. The, uh, these are unscripted so here we go right as if we were just talking in my living room uh, but but they 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 want you to end up you know having some sort of a compromise and and not be necessarily who you want to be right or they're trying to tell you ways that you need to change uh and a lot of times those those don't work right Now, what I'll tell you also is, you know, what's kind of ironic is a lot of people who end up becoming therapists or becoming psychologists or psychiatrists, if you look at their life, okay, they're not living what one would call or say as being impeccable. So what that means is if you look, usually a lot of those people's lives are screwed up. Right, so so take for example, and again, this is a generalization. It is not about anyone in particular, but look at a lot of people who, let's say, are are couple or relationship therapists, and these are people who've been divorced maybe three or four times. Well, do you really want to go get advice on relationships from somebody who's been divorced three or four times? Doesn't make a lot of sense, right? And so again, they will give you advice, they will tell you what to do, but they're not actually living it in their own life. So what happens is whenever you go to a professional, uh, who is like that, who is not actually living the things that they're telling you, or they have the book knowledge, but they haven't actually incorporated it into their own life, they can't help you okay? They'll tell you things, but at the end of the day, you're the one who has to do the work, okay? So uh, therapists, right? Coaches, okay? Uh, and gurus, very similar. If, if you're going to follow someone uh, as a coach, if you're going to get advice from somebody who's a coach, if you're gonna if you're gonna follow kind of from a spiritual side, a lot of people you know refer to themselves as as gurus, right? Is are those people actually living the things that they are teaching? Because what I will tell you is, online, especially today, as easy as it is for people to uh, you know get degrees or certificates, other things like that. There are a lot of people who are out there providing uh, uh, advice to other people who actually, first off, don't really know what they're talking about. Uh, They're just regurgitating things that have been, that they've read in books or that they've seen in YouTube videos. And they have not actually incorporated those things into their own life. They are not actually living those things okay and so you have to be very careful right and again I'm not talking about not getting guidance from people but what I don't want you to do is just knee-jerk react and decide that you need to go and, and and do this now let me let me share with you a little analogy so right now I live in California and I grew up in Idaho uh, and those are two states in, in the U.S. where gold mining was huge, right? So, so California is referred to as the golden state uh, because of the gold rush. You know, you, the, the 49ers in Northern California, uh, And also um, because it's, it's sunny here a lot. So we have the golden sunshine as well. Um, But Idaho, as well, was also a huge gold mining area. In fact, in the United States, California and Idaho were two uh, of the biggest gold rush areas that were out there. Okay, so people back east, you know, sold everything that they had. They moved out here to get rich as a gold miner. Now, what I will tell you is... Most of the people who came out to dig or pan for gold did not make any money. In fact, they were dead broke and they had to go back to doing something different. They had this idea and there were a lot of people at the time who were promising all of these things if you came out to be a gold miner. Now, lots of gold Lots of wealth was taken out of the earth during these gold rushes. So who made all of the money? Okay, because I told you the miners themselves usually did not make any money, right? Because what would happen is they might find a little bit, they go into town, they (laughs) spend all their money on prostitutes and drinking, and then they have to go back out and they have to start prospecting again, okay? So who made all of the money in the gold rush? It was the people who were selling supplies and teaching all of these naive people who usually were from cities or from farms and had no idea at all about gold mining. They were selling them all of the things that they needed to be a gold miner, okay? And so they would sell them clothes and supplies and shovels and pans and boots and all of these different things, right? And in fact, you know the the California, Canadian, and Alaskan gold rush was another big area. And so what, you'll, what you what know is is uh, stores like Nordstrom, how Nordstrom actually started was selling boots. Uh, to miners, right? So so they made a lot of money on that. In fact, um, Canada had a law that required people to have a year's supply uh, before they would let them in the country. So what would happen is all these people would go to Seattle, they'd buy a year's worth of provisions, uh, and then they'd go across the border into Canada to uh, mine for gold. And so, like I said, most of the people they spent all of their money on these provisions. They gave all of their money to the prostitutes and the gambling establishments and 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 uh, the bars and the stores where they were buying all of the stuff. But they themselves <clears throat> never got rich. Okay, so why am I telling you all of this? Because I am seeing a lot of people online who are acting like those people. They're telling you there is a gold rush in doing this or that or the other. You come pay me money. I will show you how to do it. The problem is a lot of those people don't know what they are doing, okay? And they're just in it for the money. And so what ends up happening is a lot of people will look up to some of these therapists, coaches, gurus, and they will give them a bunch of their money so that the coach or the guru will certify them, will show them how to be a hypnotherapist, will show them how to do NLP coaching, all of these different things. Now, at the end of the day, the people who are teaching those things, most of them don't know what they're doing. They're just selling you something to make money. At the end of the day, you're the one that has to go out and do it, right? So you have to pick up the shovel. You have to dig for gold. You have to pan. You're the one who has to do the work anyway. Now, what happens, and this is human nature, and I have fallen into this trap myself. I have given people tens of thousands of dollars over my life to people who, after I get into their programs, I find out that they don't really know what they're talking about. And at the end of the day, it's back on me to do the work anyway. And so let's talk about this. Because again, it's human knowledge, just like my friend who was like, oh, if I go to a therapist, and everything is going to be fine. I'm going to get out of this funk. Nope. The only way for her to get out of that funk is for her to do the work. Now, if she has no idea how to do the work. That's one thing, right? But again, she was asking me. So I was providing her with a couple of little practices that she could do, but she wasn't really interested in listening to what I was saying. She was hell-bent on going to a therapist. Fine, that's her choice, right? But what's gonna happen is she's gonna spend a bunch of money where she wouldn't have to spend any money if she just did the little practices that I was sharing with her. Because at the end of the day, it's not about following a checklist. It's not about getting steps one, two, three, four, five in order to help make your life better. It's about helping yourself to feel better and to act better and to be better. And most of these things that actually work cost you nothing. They cost you nothing. Once you learn some of the practices, once you learn some of the tools, then it's up to you, right? But what ends up happening is because a lot of these things are so simple and because, you know, and again, I'm going I'm to tell you some of the things on here. I've told you some of the things. You've listened to other interviews and you've seen some of the things that other people that I've interviewed have done. Most of the time, they don't cost any money. They just require commitment and discipline for you to do them. Because again, it's human nature to think someone else will come and save you. But the only person who can save you is you. And again, Some people do these simple practices for a week and then they stop and they say, well, it didn't work for me. Well, it did work for you. You just didn't give it the time, right? If I want to lose 100 pounds, if I diet for one week, if I go out and exercise for one week, if I watch my caloric intake for one week and then I stop doing it, there's no way I'm going to lose 100 pounds. I might lose a couple, but I'm going to gain them right back. And it's the same thing, you know, again, people waste millions. I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. The diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry that just takes people's money. And for the most part, it doesn't help anybody, right? Because at the end of the day, if you want to lose weight, you're the one who has to do it. And there's some simple things with dieting, like your caloric intake needs to be less than your caloric out, or output, or else you don't lose weight, right? Which means, yeah, sometimes you have to kind of watch what you eat, um, but, but a lot of it is more even mental than that. And again, I think we've, we've talked about some of that in, in previous episodes as well. So why am I talking about this? Because I'm tired of people wasting their money, of people taking your money, and of people not being responsible for their own change. And again, I count myself in this as well, right? Because there's been a lot of times that I haven't been responsible for the changes in my life. I want somebody to come along and I want somebody to bail me out. But you know what I chose and I got myself in that situation. So who do you think is the person that should get myself out of the situation? It's me, right? If you've gotten yourself into a situation, who needs to get yourself out of that situation? You do, right? Again, it might be a little tough love, um, but you're not going to find a savior in a therapist. You're not going to find a savior in a coach. You're not going to find a savior in a guru. And like I said, most of the people who put themselves up as those things, and again, we can use other words as well. There's a lot of other words that are out there too that would go along with this, but a lot of those people are not living impeccably. Um, They're not ethical. A lot of them are just there to take your money. And the hard part or the thing that is really uh what is even worse is a lot of these people uh in trying to help other people but not really knowing what they're doing are actually hurting people and i think that's the sad thing because they're hurting themselves and they're hurting other people okay so again imagine imagine this right let's say your appendix bursts ouch right? That's an acute medical pain. Hurts like hell, okay? I haven't had it happen to me, but I've heard of people that have, right? So your appendix bursts, you need some kind of surgery. Now, if I've watched a few YouTube videos on how to perform an appendectomy, if I have gone to a two-week course on how to perform an appendectomy, would you allow me to cut you open and perform that appendectomy? Of course you wouldn't, right? That would be stupid. That would be really stupid. Stupid for me to think that I could do that. Stupid for you to allow me to do that, right? And again, when you take it to an extreme and you think about things like that, of course you would never allow that to happen. Well, same thing, right? if all of a sudden you're choosing to use, let's say, hypnotherapy, and you're going to somebody who took a two-week course on hypnotherapy, do you think that person is really going to be able to help you, especially if they're distorted themselves, if their life is a mess, right? If they can't get out of their head, right? Probably not going to be very helpful. In fact, a lot of those things, right, it's about raising your vibration. It's about raising and, and operating from a different emotional uh, uh, frequency, right? And in fact, most people don't need therapy. Most people don't need hypnotherapy. Most people don't need a coach, right? If you can move yourself to where you need to be and you can be the kind of person that you need to be, right? Right. You don't have to have somebody else uh, to help you do that. Now, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about guidance. Okay, and again, so I've, I've kind of gone off a little bit there because like I said, I'm just seeing so many people get hurt. You know, they come in, they see somebody who they respect uh, and they kind of hear or worship that person. <clears throat> and all of a sudden they want to be just like that person. And so if the person that they respect who has helped them is a coach, now all of a sudden people think they need to be a coach too. So they go quit their professional job and they try to be a coach and they pay somebody a bunch of money to learn how to be a coach and they don't make any money and they've given up their career, they've given away all their money and they're broke. They're broke and they're actually in a worse position than they were before. I've seen people do the same thing with hypnotherapy, right, where they they've been they have been helped or believe they have been helped by hypnotherapy, they want to help other people, so they give up whatever their day job is and get certified in 2 weeks to become a hypnotherapist, give away a bunch of money, and then they have to start trying to be a business owner. Reality is a lot of us, you know, a lot of people are not meant to be business owners, right? And so I'm seeing a lot of people end up in worse shape than where they started, right? So so don't just do something because somebody else is doing it and you respect the person, right? Maybe you have a different path, right? Maybe you have a different path. And again, maybe some of the modalities worked for you. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. It doesn't matter, right? Um, But at the end of the day, you're the one who has to do the work. Okay. Now, I told you at the beginning, I'm not talking about guidance, right? Because we all need guidance. Okay. We all need guidance. I need guidance. You need guidance as well. Okay. So, what does that look like? How is that different, right? Well, obviously, if you know someone who has the kind of life that you would like to have, or they're the kind of person that you respect, then obviously they may be able to provide you with some guidance, right, and share with you their experiences, share with you how they got there, uh, you know, what worked for them, what didn't work for them, okay? That's one form of guidance. Nothing wrong with that, right? But as you're getting that sort of guidance, right, you want to you listen to it and say, you know, is that something for me? Because just because that worked for somebody else, is that what I want to do? Is that guidance for me? Sometimes the answer might be yes, right? Uh, And sometimes the answer might be no. And so again, you just need to think about it, right? Now, when people are providing guidance to you, they're not going to be telling you what to do they're going to be asking questions. They're going to share with you what worked for them. They're going to get you to think so that you choose and make your own decision, because that's what guidance is about, right? And so, so how could that look different? Well, <clears throat> in the past, you know, in ancient societies, which we don't do as much anymore, people would always go to the elders of the tribe, To ask for guidance. Now, again, the elder wasn't there to tell them what to do, but it's like, you know, I've thought about these things and I'm considering doing this. What would your guidance be? Right. And so, again, that elder might kind of explain, you know, what they have gone through, uh, probably ask you some questions like, did you consider this? Uh, But they're not going to, at the end of the day, tell you what it is that you need to do. And it is important for us to seek guidance because a lot of times we have blind spots. We can't see, right, certain things. That's why they're called blind, blind spots. And so seeking out guidance from other people who maybe have already walked the path that you're on but maybe you're a little bit further ahead, sometimes they can provide you with some insight that's helpful for you. But at the end of the day, you're the one who has to make the choice, right? So if you were going to somebody to ask for advice, this is how it might look, right? Advice or guidance. You've thought about it on your own. You've gone through, you've maybe weighed some of the pros and cons, right? Maybe you've done some 3D analytics on it. You've set with it yourself. And so what that means, again, is you're trying to tap into or tune to the universe or spirit or God or whatever whatever uh, uh, term you use. And are trying to think, you know, is, is this the path I should go? Should I do this? Or should I do that? And and it's good to kind of come with an idea of what you think you should do, right? And so, again, you might come to the elder and you say something like, you know, I've been thinking about changing careers. And, you know, I'm not really happy in the career that I'm in now for these kinds of reasons. And I'm thinking that this other career might be a better a better path for me uh, because of these reasons. You know, what guidance would you have for me, right? And so again, then that person can sit down and say, well, I can kind of understand what, what you're saying here. And, and uh, you know, are you happy with what you're doing, right? There's a question they might ask you. You know, why do you think this other career would be better for you, right? And again, the, the wisdom from the elders will allow them to help ask you some questions that you probably were not even thinking about, right? Because sometimes in that situation, for example, um, you know, my son actually reached out to me today. He's um, going through some, he's, he's in human resources, okay? I know a little bit about human resources. And he was just kind of explaining to me what he was what he was looking at, because uh, he's about to wrap up his bachelor's, and was looking at uh, at getting a master's and maybe even a doctorate. And so he said, you know, I'm I'm kind of looking at three these three different universities, and uh, so again, he's reaching out to me as his father, as an elder, as somebody who's you know 25 30 years ahead of him in his in a career. And saying, you know, I'm, I kind of narrowed it down to these three, and I didn't tell them what to do, but I said, well, you know, again, it depends on what you you have to do what feels right for you, but if you're looking at it maybe from a career standpoint, you know, one of those three is a much is a much better known and more respected institution, so that might be something you want to consider when you're making your decision, right? And, and he kind of threw out about, you know, getting his, his DBA, which is a doctorate in business administration, which is fine, right? And I just asked the question back. I said, you know, DBAs are not very common in the business world. So you, maybe you should consider whether the time and money investment to get that would pay back in, in increased earnings, right? That might be something that you want to consider. And he responds back and says, well, I think it's more just because I want to do it. Well, then that's fine. If it's something that he wants to do for himself, right? Then compensation shouldn't be something he should consider, right? He should do it because of it's something he wants to do, but, that's still a long ways down the road too, right? And so again, I just provided the, uh, you know, one step at a time, right? Finish your bachelor's, decide where you're going to go for your master's, right? And again, here's some things you might want to consider, but at the end of the day, he's the one who has to make the choice, right? So I'm not going to tell him which place to go, but I'm going to ans- ask questions. I'm going to answer some questions for him. And then at the end of the day, doesn't matter what he does he's going to do what he's going to do right and because he asked for my advice i'm just providing some advice or some guidance to him right but to be thinking 3 or 4 years out and trying to make a decision about that it's like slow down just do one step at a time when you get to that point right then see if it still feels right how about that right now again i don't say that to, i'm i'm not i'm not a great <laughs> I am not a picture-perfect dad, according to the way the world would see it, right? And so again, I'm not coming on here. I'm not explaining that for anything about me, but just to try to show an example of how that's what guidance looks like, right? But if my son had come to me and said, oh my gosh, dad, I don't know what I should do. Uh, Tell me what I need to do. Well, I'm not going to do that, right? Now, a lot of people would. There'd be a lot of people, and again, I, I coach people sometimes in their careers. I could give somebody a list and tell them exactly what to do, but that's not really coaching. That's telling, right? And that's not, that's not the intention. That's, that's a difference, again, between guidance and just kind of telling people what to do, right? So anyway, I have rambled a bit. Um, But again, hopefully, as you've listened to this, you can start to understand that a lot of times you might think you need a therapist, a coach, or a guru, but a lot of times you don't, right? And so at the end of the day, that coach, that therapist, that guru can't do your push-ups for you, right? Just like a personal trainer. If you hire a personal trainer, who's the one that has to do the push-ups? Who's the one that has to go out and run? Who's the one who has to lift the weights? It's you, right? Now, if you need somebody to help motivate you, and again, sometimes that's why people hire coaches. That's why sometimes people hire personal trainers, right? Is to just help kind of kick you in the butt to help you do what you already know that you need to do. Nothing wrong with that that is perfectly fine, right? Because again, realizing you're the one who's responsible, you're the one who has to do the work and you're not just gonna do everything somebody else tells you to do. Because the other sad thing with that is when you just do what other people tell you to do without thinking about it, without making a conscious choice on your own you are giving away your personal power to someone else, right? Other people can give you advice, other people can help motivate you, but you have to stand in your own power. You have to be responsible for making your own choices, and you have to be the one who takes the action, okay? So if you're one of those people that think, Oh, if I go hire a therapist, if I go hire a coach, if I go get a guru, then they're going to tell me what to do and everything is going to be fine and they're going to solve all my problems. (laughs) Sorry, but that ain't going to happen. All that's going to happen is if that's your attitude going into it, you're going to waste a lot of money. You're going to waste a lot of time. And sometimes you're going to end up being worse off than you were. When you first started. So that's what I got for you today. Uh, and like I said, but don't believe me. <laughs> don't believe me. But that's again, just some of the experience that I have been seeing, uh, some of the things that I'm concerned about that I wanted to share with you as well, because at the end of the day, you're the one that's responsible, you're the one who has to do the work. And with that, I'm signing off for today. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great day. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others. You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.